Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. We welcome you today to our Winning Side broadcast. It is Monday, December 20th, and we are so glad to have you with us. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, We had such a wonderful, wonderful time uh, here at Victory Baptist Church all day yesterday. The services were incredible. Uh, We had a guest preacher yesterday morning, Brother Gary Moore. Uh, He was our youth pastor here for about nine years. And uh, he is now, uh, he and his family are serving in Michigan. And they were back for the weekend. We got to hear him preach. And then uh, last night, we had another great service, and we had a Christmas cookie fellowship. It was a great time. Uh, our bus workers had Christmas on the bus. They had a, a special gift for every uh, child, every teenager that rode on the buses. And it was just a great day. And I thank the Lord for the Christmas time. I love the Christmas singing and uh, the fellowship and just get to be together. But we had a good day. I hope you did. If you're uh, from out of this area and you go to a different church, I hope you had a great day at church. But you know what I found is that uh, at church, it doesn't have to be that there's always a special day or there's always something unusual. Uh, Really, you get out of church what you put into it. And if you go expecting a blessing, and if you go uh, wanting to be a blessing, I promise you it's going to be a great day. Uh, anytime you go to church and you sing the, the, the praises to the Lord and you hear the Word of God preach and you get to be with God's people, that's a good day. I don't care what time of the year it is. It's wonderful to be able to be in church. So I hope you had a good day yesterday. But we're looking forward to a great day today uh, here on the Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those that are listening on the radio. Thank you for tuning in. And then those that are listening on the radio app or on the podcast, we welcome you. And then those that are watching on Facebook or on YouTube, we welcome you today. And I hope you're having a great, great day. We are going to have tonight a very special time at 6 o'clock this evening, our church family, we're going to meet in the fellowship hall. Uh, I I point over here, just right on the other side of this wall, but we'll have our um, Christmas caroling and we'll meet here. We'll get together. We've got some little booklets with the Christmas carols and we'll go out and we'll sing to many of our shut-ins and uh, many of our, our elderly members who maybe can't get out as much. Some get out a little bit, but they're very limited. And uh, we won't be able to make it to everybody. So if you're listening right now and you're a shut-in and you say, oh, they didn't come to my house. Well, we, we can't make it to everybody's, but we're going to try to get to some uh, this evening. And we'll have a good time Christmas caroling. And we're looking forward to that. Happy birthday yesterday to Langston and Maddox Duncan, and those are the twins. They're seven years old, and we're happy for them. They are a blessing, and uh, I hope you'll uh, wish them a happy birthday if you see them. Uh, We're looking forward to Wednesday night, our candlelight service, 7 o'clock. And I know it seems like there's a lot going on. That's because there is a lot going on, uh, but it's great, and I hope we don't miss it. You know, I've been uh, hearing a lot about people going to see Christmas lights in different places, and we're going tomorrow night to see some more Christmas lights. We went last week, got to go see some uh, lights and, and, and doing things with family. We had 
Christmas parties last week. Uh, let's see here, I think it was Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. The week before that, it was um, Friday night and Saturday night. It's great, I love it all. But you know, as you're looking for things to do with your family and looking to make Christmas special, uh, don't miss the most important thing. Don't miss church. And uh, I hope you plan to be in church Wednesday night for the candlelight service. Next Sunday uh, is the day after Christmas. And uh, we're going to have Christmas service. It's going to be great, but don't miss church. That's what Christmas is all about. Uh, celebrating the birth of Christ, worshiping our Lord and Savior. And so I hope you keep that in mind. Uh, well, let's pray for our church, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries, pray for one another, uh, pray for those that are sick. We've got a few folks in our church this morning going in for uh, surgery and procedure. And uh, let's be in prayer for one another. Here's a great song. And this is a little bit of a play on words. Of course, we talk a lot about Christmas presents and Christmas gifts. But you know, uh, the presence of the Lord, uh, the presence of God in our lives, uh, that's what we need the most. And I hope you enjoy this song. And after this song, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 2. We're going to take a couple days this week and look at some thoughts about Christmas. But we'll get into it right after this song. Christmas noise All the lights, the bells, the toys I have found You are the only source Of comfort and joy Lord, I want your presence For Christmas I want your presence Spirit speaking peace to my heart Of all the gifts I may receive There's only one I really need And it's your Spirit, speak. 
Amen. That was a beautiful song. And for those of you listening on the radio, I'm sorry about the emergency uh, broadcast that was going off. They do that every once in a while to test things. And um, we were just testing to make sure you were awake. You weren't falling asleep through that song. But uh, for those of you on the radio, we'll play that again at the end of the broadcast so you can hear that song uh, uninterrupted because that's a beautiful, beautiful song about uh, God's presence. And boy, we need God's presence in our lives. And uh, we need to, to know Him and to walk with Him, and to fellowship with Him, and to, uh, to know the peace of God that passes all understanding. And I thank the Lord for that great song. Uh, we're glad to have you. I saw Brother uh, Gary Moore. I saw you commented there, and uh, we are glad you, we've been able to have you here in town for a few days. And uh, after this, uh, we're going out to lunch with the Moors, and uh, we're looking forward to spending a little time with them. And they are a blessing. They've been a blessing to our church. They've been a blessing to me and my family. And uh, we are thankful for uh, you folks being here. God bless you. Let's look at Matthew chapter 2. And I want to just, I don't have time to read all the verses. I probably should uh, anyway, but we're talking about the wise men. And I want to talk to you about some ingredients, uh, some things that you must have in Christmas. Now, in our family, we had some traditions uh, we always, growing up, we always waited till Christmas morning to open our presents. And I never thought it was fair. Other people, they open their presents on Christmas Eve. I was like, yeah, that sounds good to me. The sooner the better. Uh, but we would go to my grandparents' house in Rockford uh, for Christmas Eve every year. And uh, we'd go there and we'd always get a, a gift from my grandparents. And uh, we'd get to be with family, have a lot of good food. And, and then we'd go home after that. And we lived in the same town in Rockford. Uh, when I was a boy, and then we would beg, and uh, sometimes it would work, but we would beg my parents, please, 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 can we open one more present before Christmas, you know, that Christmas Eve that night, and sometimes they'd let us do that, but then pretty much it was Christmas morning, we'd open the presents, and we always had such a good time together uh, with our family for Christmas, but that was a tradition that we had. Uh, I'm curious this week, what are some traditions that you had for your family? What were some things that you said, well, we just, we had to do this. It wasn't Christmas unless we, we did this with family, or unless we went here, we, whatever it is. Uh, I'd love to hear about some of your traditions. Um, we always, of course, you got to have food. I mean, you, you've got to have food. And uh, we always had good food and always had a bunch of junk food. Hallelujah. We had junk food last night at our Christmas Cookie Fellowship. It was incredible. It was awesome. But anyway, I'd love to hear about some of maybe your traditions or some things that you've always done for Christmas that are special to you and your family. But let's talk about some key ingredients of the Christmas story. Let's look, number one, at this key ingredient. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 2, verse number 1, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and we are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. I'm planning to preach on uh, Sunday morning. I'm going to probably use some of this about Herod, but I was studying uh, about Herod, and I want to tell you, you talk about a man that was crazy. 
Uh, this man killed family members. He killed friends. He killed anybody that he was suspicious of. I mean, he was wiping people out left and right just because he thought they might be the ones to take the throne. So when he demanded of those uh, uh, men there, he's like, hey, where is he? Uh, they knew they had to get an answer quick. I don't think they knew the answer. Uh, I don't think that, uh, uh, that they knew it right off the top of their head, but they said, we're going to figure it out. And so verse 5, they said unto him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. Now, that is the prophet Micah who prophesied that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. And it says in verse number six, and thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, he inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. Now, the reason for that is Herod was trying to gauge how old is this child that you're looking for. So when they told him about the time that the star appeared till this time, that's why we believe that he had the babies two years old and down. They were killed because he wanted to make sure that he didn't miss. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't uh, miss a, a child that was older that could have been the king. And so he inquired of them exactly what time the star appeared. And then he sends them to Bethlehem and says, go search for him. And when you found him, you know, come bring me word again. But let's talk about some key ingredients of the Christmas story. And we'll, we'll cover this throughout this week. Number one, the first ingredient that you must have in the Christmas story is the ingredient of prophecy. You see, Jesus Christ did not come as an afterthought. Jesus Christ did not come on a whim. God did not send his son because he saw that things were getting so bad. And he said, oh no, what am I going to do? Oh no. It was planned. It was prophesied. I preached last week uh, from the book of Genesis, how that uh, it was prophesied that from the seed of the woman, there would come a man who would bruise the head, uh, that would crush the head of the serpent, and that serpent would bruise the heel of Jesus. But can I tell you, he's been prophesied since the beginning. And this prophecy was given in Isaiah. A virgin would conceive and bring forth the son and call his name Emmanuel. Well, guess what? We find that in Matthew chapter 1. Uh, Thou shalt call his name Jesus. And then we see the name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Isaiah 9, 6. Brother Nathan preached this last Wednesday night. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. This was all prophesied. And then we see here in Matthew 2, the prophecy from Micah 5, 2, that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. Can I tell you, I am so thankful for the prophecies that we find in the Christmas story. And if you are going to have the Christmas story, there must be Bible prophecy. And by the way, the Bible prophecies were all fulfilled in Jesus, in how he was born, in where he was born, in when he was born, exactly like God said. So here's a couple thoughts about this ingredient of prophecy. Number one, I want to say this. This tells us and this shows us and this reminds us that God is in control. He makes no mistakes. 
God is the one who is in charge. God is the one who is sovereign. He's the ruler of the universe. There is nothing that happens in your life or my life that has not first been okayed by God. He has signed off on it. He has said, I I know and I'm in control and anything that happens in your life, God has allowed to happen. I want to tell you, I'm thankful that I serve a God who's in control. I'm glad that he is powerful. I'm glad that he is all-knowing. He is is, uh, omniscient, omnipresent. I'm thankful that he is omnipotent. That is the God we serve. He's in control. He makes no mistakes. But then also I want to remind you that God knows the future. Now, he's not just in control of right now. And he's not just in control of the past, but God is in control of the future. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows what's going to happen this afternoon. He knows what's going to happen next week, next month, next year. He knows what's going to happen. If Jesus doesn't come back, he knows what's going to be happening in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina in 50 years. God is in control and he knows the future. Now, I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I don't know what's going to happen in 10 minutes, but I'm glad that I serve a God who's in control. He knows And God is able to take care of you. If the birth of Jesus could be prophesied and predicted down to the very detail, hundreds and hundreds of years before he ever came, before he was ever born, I want to tell you, God can take care of you today. And I hope you'll be encouraged today as we think about the Christmas story and the first key ingredient of the Christmas story, I believe, is Bible prophecy The prophecies that have already been uh, fulfilled ought to give us confidence in the fact that the prophecies that have not yet been fulfilled, they will come to pass exactly like God said. I hope you have a great day. God bless you, and I hope you'll tune in tomorrow. We'll continue a little series here about Christmas, and I'll look forward to spending time with you tomorrow for the winning side. God bless you. Have a great day. Busy Christmas noise All the lights, the bells, the toys I have found You are the only source Of comfort and joy Lord, I want your presence For Christmas I want your presence for Christmas. I long to feel your spirit speaking peace to my heart. Of all the gifts I may receive, there's only
to feel your spirit speaking peace to my heart. Of all the gifts I may receive, there's only one I really need, and it's your I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.